Welcome to Bible Stories with Dad, where I read a Bible story. So we're sort of back on track here, picking up in Acts chapter 20. You may remember from Acts chapter 19, there had been a, a bit of a uh, little tiny riot kind of thing. And that's now over. So Paul calls together the, the believers that are there, and, and he encourages them and tells them goodbye, and heads out to go to Macedonia. And on his way to Macedonia, he's gone through a bunch of these towns where he had come through before and planted churches and, and all of that. So he's stopping through on his way and encouraging the believers in all of the towns that he's going through. And so at some point, he eventually comes to Greece and he spends three months there, um, apparently helping... Uh, make disciples helping to teach and preach and that sort of thing knowing what we know of Paul that seems like a reasonable assessment uh, he was getting ready to sail back to Syria but he found out there was a plot some Jews were plotting to kill him so instead he returned through Macedonia he had a couple people with him so those folks are all with him um, they went on ahead and waited for him at a place called Troas. And so he sailed from Philippi right after the, the Jewish Feast of Unleavened Bread and met up with them there, and they hung out there for a week. Now, first day of the week, rolls around, it's Sunday, of course, now we meet on Sunday. The Jews at one point met on Saturday um, for their churchy thing we meet on Sunday um, first day of the week everybody got all the believers got together to share in the Lord's Supper they're gonna have communion Paul's preaching to them and he knew he was leaving the next day and, and maybe you've had some of these these preachers that you've encountered and they get started and they know they don't have a whole lot of time and they got so much to say that they just keep going and he did. He kept going. Um, he kept preaching clear up to midnight. And they were up in like an upstairs room. And they didn't have electric lights. You didn't have those bright fluorescent lights or the, the real bright lights that, you know, can help keep you awake. They just had lamps. And the lamps are flickering and it's, it's warm and it's upstairs and... Paul's talking and talking and talking and he's preaching what he's saying is good stuff it's all important I'm sure but he's just talking and there's a a young fella named Eutychus and he's sitting on the windowsill and Paul's just a talking on with his preaching and the lights are kind of dim and flickering and it's warm and he falls asleep he becomes drowsy falls asleep and fell out the window fell three stories and landed on the ground dead well now that that doesn't sound like a good way to to commemorate the occasion that doesn't sound like a a good outcome for any preacher if you preach and somebody dies that's usually bad it's not how that's supposed to work however Paul goes down bends over takes a look at him picks him up says don't worry he's alive miraculously healed brought back to life so they all go back upstairs finally have the Lord's Supper finally have 
communion. And they eat together. And then Paul goes back to talking to them. Back to maybe not preaching, but he's still talking to them. Keeps that up until dawn and then he heads out. And the young guy went home alive and well and everybody was happy about it. So Paul heads out. And uh, he's trying to get back to Jerusalem in time uh, for the for Pentecost, whatever they're going to celebrate there in Jerusalem. And, and he sets out, he's kind of in a hurry, he gets to a place called Miletus or Miletus or something like that. Anyway, and uh, he meets there with the elders of the church in Ephesus, and, and he tells them, he says, you know... From the day I got here, from the day I set foot in Asia, you know, you know how I've been this whole time. You know I've been serving the Lord and, and doing it humbly. And you know about the tears and the trials throughout all of this. You know the plots against me. And, and you know that I didn't back away from telling you anything that was going to be profitable to you to hear. Anything that was going to be beneficial for you to hear publicly or privately in your homes. I've never shrunk back from that. I have one message, and it's the same message whether you're Jewish or not. And it's it's that you have to repent from your sin. You have to turn to God. You have to have faith in Jesus. That's been my message consistently the whole time. Now, I'm telling you, I have to go to Jerusalem. The Spirit's telling me i got to go there. I don't know what's ahead of me, except the Holy Spirit keeps telling me, every city I'm in, that jail and, and suffering lie ahead of me. Now, doesn't that sound reassuring? Jail is waiting for me. Suffering is waiting for me. i got to go. Doesn't that sound reassuring? Doesn't that just make you want to up and go? Man, that, that sounds like fun. Let's go, Paul. It'll be like a vacation. A vacation in jail. Yeah, I don't think so. But, Paul is going to do what he knows God wants him to do. Not because it sounds like fun. Not because it sounds like a nice time. Not because it sounds easy. But because he knows that that's what God wants him to do. That's what Jesus has called him to do. That's where the Holy Spirit is leading him. And it doesn't matter that it's not going to be fun, and it's not going to be comfy, and it's not going to be easy. What matters is that he's doing what needs to be done. That's what matters, and so that's what he's going to do. And he's going to go ahead and let them know that so that they can pray for him this whole time, because he's, he knows he's going to need some prayer as well. My life isn't worth anything unless I can use it for finishing the work that Jesus has assigned to me, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. And I know that none of you are ever going to see me again. Today I've been faithful and I'm telling you that. If any of you aren't saved, it's not my fault. My hands are clean of your blood because I have been faithful in declaring that all God wants you to know. So, you need to guard yourself and God's people. You need to get together and you need to take care of God's flock, the other believers, his church. You need to take care of that because the Holy Spirit has made you leaders over it. False teachers are going to come in 
as soon as I leave. And and some men from your own group are even going to come up and, and they're going to distort the truth and twist things to try and get a following out of it. You need to be watchful of it. You need to be careful. You need to watch out. Remember the three years I spent here and how I was constantly watching over and caring for you night and day. And when he finished speaking, he knelt down and he prayed with them and, and they all cried because, you know, they knew they wouldn't see him again and that made them sad. But they walked down to his ship so that he could head out. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week. And I'll see you next time.